second. I think uh, is this is this the one that's got? Um, don't tell me. Yeah, John Cryer. <laughs> Fuck off. Is it actually John Cryer? Or is no. It- no. <laughs> I didn't think so. No. Not even a little bit. <laughs> no. Welcome to the Nerdoplexy Movie Review Show mini-episode. This is where we break down our breakdowns of the movie we just watched, answer your pressing questions, and let you know what to check out for next time. My name is Reed, and with me today we've got... Sam... And your boy Dave. <laughs> Let's dive in. Sam, I love that. I love when you chime in. That's how you sound on like your uh, voicemail recording. Leave a message for Sam. Sam. Like I'm not sure. <laughs> Sam. Is it Sam? That's okay. I'm, you know, we're keeping it keeping it loosey-goosey here. I'm throwing all kind of fast and furious business at you guys, so that's fine. All right. This is the mini episode. Hope you guys were uh, into Punisher. I know I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed listening to us talk about it. So uh, I listened to it probably ten times. Same, mm-hmm. but that's just to edit it. <laughs> I'm just obsessive compulsive, and I listen to everything more than once. Well, there you go. Now, um, I we know that uh, we know how me and Sam uh, felt about the movie. Now, Dave. Give me, give, give us your hot take. Let's see here, Dave's hot take on the Punisher. Dave's thing. <laughs> we really thought this this went through. Cool, nailed it. <laughs> Let's hear Dave's thing for Dave's thing. For Dave's thing, which is the new segment now. Uh, I I was not a fan of Punisher when I first listened to your episode. And I went back and listened, and, and I should say I went back and watched again before recording today. And I'm still right. not a fan. I think it's one of no. one of the worst action films I've been forced to watch 89 minutes of twice. Forced is a strong word. Forced is strong. What don't you What don't you like about it, Dave? It opens with nuts and it closes with nuts. I'm just saying that was not a sales point for me. Wait, that's the bad thing. Those are great bookends. That's yeah. That's my whole pitch for this movie. I should say worst is strong. You're right because that that fight scene in that uh, Coney Island was. Amazing. You don't get to see ninjas sliding down and shooting semi-automatic pistols at the same time. The best part about that is that that was not like set design. That's a real Coney Island interior that they were allowed to use for that, which is great. They had to have broke some things. And Dolph Lundgren was really fucking those boys up, too. Like, he was literally... I think someone died in that that scene. I think he hit someone too hard. Oh, there's that motorcycle guy. He he did an explosion, and it was big. (laughs) It was that that scene saved it from being the worst action film I've seen. I would say. What about what about LGJ as he's known? LGJ. He's LGJ as everyone calls him. Uh, yeah, that's his. That you know, obviously. Yeah. I, I think he was overselling it because he knew everybody was underselling it. I don't know. I think. Oh, I think he was a, a force majeure. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. He he made that dude think about whether or not he was going to touch his wiener. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, and that and that made him give him just enough pause, so that LGJ could break free, mm-hmm. and uh, and LGJ did. Sure, 
I guess. Well, the thought <laughs> the thought of what's going on in LGJ's pants would give anybody pause. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, hey, well, hang on. Maybe I you could just go to the bathroom yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he doth protest too much. I just think if they would have put a little bit more budget into this movie, it could have been something else. It, it suffered. Well, yeah, if Baby Geniuses had more money, you think I could have been something else. There was no saving Baby Geniuses. They did a second one of those with no. more budget. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dave on this one. There's no there's no help there. <laughs> okay, but let's just say any, anyone with a little bit more money could do a little more things. Yeah, I suppose. That's my that's my professional opinion. That's my expert opinion. If you got more money to do things, then more things could be do. More things can be done with that money. If here's the thing though, if they had given this movie any more money, way more people would have died. <laughs> this was a full contact stunt movie. That is a yeah. buckwild thought. I mean, like they don't even re- they like only do like half contact even in the like the Chinese opera right. films. Like like Sam Ho Hung See, only that's the ever problem. killed like maybe maybe one guy. <laughs> Sam Ho Hung, dude. Sam Ho Hung's the, the man. You should watch Zoo Warriors from the Mystic Mountain. Mystic Mountain? Zoo Warriors. It's a man, it's a very that's good great movie. Sam Ho Hung movie. Most of it so far. I'm not finished, but Zoo Warriors from the Magic Mountain with Sam Ohung. He's great. He plays the fat guy. Yeah. Well, that's his whole shtick. <laughs> he, uh, uh, poli- police story, he, he uses that shtick, and that's, oh, that, dude. that's the story? scene where he kills a man, I feel like. We, we've, we've gone off a, on a tangent, but Sam Ohung, uh, w- w- helps Jackie Chan come up with, like, all of his stunts for most of his career. Well, they, they, they came up in the same, uh, like, training program. To your point, any movie that has X amount of money is going to have X amount of producers and studio heads poking True. their nose in. Right. I think this movie was un- under that radar where they could get away with that full contact actually probably hurting people <laughs> because people. it's like, oh, who cares? That's that little <laughs> that little indie comic flick. This also suffers from The Punisher being one of my uh, blind spots. I didn't read a ton of those comics. I didn't I didn't watch the TV show on Netflix. I didn't I didn't really do any of the free work for this movie for it to be something, but so I didn't have like an emotional connect. You want to read some? You want to read some gory Marvel comics? Punisher Max, man, that that stuff gets real nasty. I like everything Garth Ennis does. That, that's a good place to start, then. Just to, just track that connection. Um, but you'll have plenty of opportunity to brush up on your Punisher milieu as we move on in the series, because we will be covering the next Punisher with Thomas Jane, and then we will also be getting uh, Punisher Warzone, which talking about punisher max that is punisher max the movie and i can't wait (laughs) twice more into the breach my friends (laughs) so maybe i'll dive into hoopla before you guys get there there you go all right well this will uh uh, kind of leads into another segment here um this one called what i meant to say was in this segment we kind of go relitigate our review and you know talk about some things we may have missed um, and wanted to talk about and maybe didn't make the final cut. We did have some audio issues starting in this point. We had some, let's call it corruption uh, on our files that we had to kind of go in and edit out. But don't worry, uh, I think maybe we have some some more issues in, in Swamp Thing where we had to aid, uh, you know cut back in our you know Zoom audio. But uh, they're they're really brief and for the most part, I don't think detracts too much from the episode. But do you, Sam, do you have anything that we that we did gloss over that you want to touch on or get back to? No, I can't think of anything that was uh, majorly cut. Because for the most part, if it was like if I if I felt like it was important, that's when I would do a little ADR and be like, uh, okay, 
oh, I don't know about they, you know, they were going to have Christopher Lambert in this because that would have because it would have been like five straight minutes of us talking about how much we love Christopher Lambert that I would have had to cut. And I'm not willing to lose. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's totally because I mean, at the at the bottom of this thing, it's really just a Christopher Lambert appreciation fan cast. I mean. In reality, at the bottom, if you really once we're through, take a step back. I, I think once we're through, <laughs> we, we get all the way to Iron Man and look back. I think that's what the real theme of this podcast. Take a step be. back. It really all boils down to Chris Lamb, Lambreezy, Lambreezy, Would have loved to see that shirt. Would have loved to see his balls in this one. Oh, see, that's the thing. We really were, were denied. That's probably uh, why he didn't want to do it. <laughs> Yeah, it was like he 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 gets the script. It's like scene one. Show your testicles, and he's like, "Oh, actually, I sprained my ankle. <laughs> I can't do this one. I can't. I can't do this one. I, yeah, you have to get butt naked. I, look, nobody is as yoked as uh, as Frank Castle was in this movie as Dolph Lundgren in his <laughs> prizzy. Chris Lambert couldn't touch right. that. Chris Lambert is tough tough guy, but not like you know he'd he'd be wearing full gear the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Gun to my head, I couldn't pick Chris Lambert out of a lineup though. I can't. I can't think of what he looks like. If you don't learn how to pick Christopher Lambert out of a, a lineup, I'm going to put I'm going to put a gun to your head. <laughs> if you heard him, you'd know. You know him immediately. He's the guy that sounds like this. Only one thing can defeat you. Your own fear. You must first face your fears if you are to conquer them. If you are afraid to trust. It's Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Oh, 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 okay. And he's from Highlander. Okay, I know who he is. Highlander more notably, but Mortal Kombat is what we'll probably cover in the more near future. Yeah. So annoyed that got yeah. pushed back. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, the new one. That's not going to have Chris Lambert in it, unfortunately. Unless, Unless he is in it. We can't do it. Guys, we can't, we've talked no, about you this. Can't. You they don't it. own that word. <laughs> <laughs> they own that bit. <laughs> they own the bit. Fine. You see Yahoo Answers finally died. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't listened to it in, in a while. I'm about 30 episodes back. I haven't listened oh, to the 30 episodes? In days. Okay, well, this isn't going to be in the show. No, of course not. <laughs> of course not, Dave. There, almost none of this is going to be in. Christopher Lambert's ball stays in, but everything else is gone. We have to figure out a way to shoehorn that back in, because I'm like trying to think of the stuff we edited out, and we didn't edit out Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert's so I have ball to say something like, this episode. I'm like, I'll tell you what we didn't edit out, where we talked about how much we like Christopher Lambert. And then now you cut that to the beginning of the thing, and then we can start talking about Christopher Lambert's balls. Think about too much. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was, that was stuff we missed. Yeah, we were talking about that. I feel like we had to have missed some things, though. Th- this movie being as short as it was, it's hard probably to miss something. Well, uh, you know. That you guys talked about. Yeah, and this one, I I feel like it, it since it was a a fresh watch for me, and like I literally I like we got done watching it and then we hopped on and did the podcast. So like okay. I was I was still like riding a Punisher high when we recorded that episode, and I'm I'm not disappointed. I that that was great. Yeah, I find that I have a problem being objective uh, in a lot of cases because like while I'm watching just about anything. I'm try. I'm like actively psyching myself up for it, so it's hard to like say you know this thing that I'm now spending my time on I couldn't possibly dislike because I'm like I'm I'm trying to pay attention to all of the things that I do like and when I normally watch a movie I probably just I'll sit and it it be over and I won't give it a second thought 
but now rewatching for the show, mm-hmm. I'm like, now, like I said before, I'm taking these copious notes. I'm I'm being endeared further to these characters just by having to spend so much time with them. So did mm-hmm. you guys look into this at all? Was this a movie that was done to keep the rights in the theater, in, in that theater company? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Production company? Because it wasn't released no, in the United what, States. that's what... That we see in uh, Captain America 1990. That was the one where they that one, and there's a Fantastic Four movie uh, that Ugh. that got done that we're not covering. Oh, a, I don't think that Fantastic Four movie is. I've seen it. It's a stinker. Outrageous. Uh, this one yeah. I think is a comic movie almost, um, just because they were trying to find something that they could basically make a Terminator movie. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this, this Punisher, the rights would be pretty cheap for that. Because, and I think this is a, a fault to the movie, is that they didn't lean into the comic bookiness of it all. They were trying to make a, another Terminator where they could franchise it off and do it. But, you know, what I think they got through the movie and realized they weren't making anything. They are just making, like Dave, you know, it says is just a so-so action movie i mean the choices they make is certainly endear it to myself and i'm guessing sam as well but you know those those things in and of themselves aren't really enough to reach out and grab most sure. audience members i don't i'm not always the voice of dissent but yeah well we'll we'll see well, yeah i mean so like, far you have been i love that man <laughs> you like batman well see and this this is something that'll uh kind of lead us in we'll get in, maybe get into um viewer mail uh as well but it's good to have a dissenting opinion yes it is because if if not then it's just me and reed just talking about how much we like stuff now that's not a bad thing necessarily Mm -hmm. but uh but it doesn't stay interesting unless there's somebody just pulling you in the other direction i should have to defend my position at the least (laughs) you guys cupped dolph's balls and i smacked him out of your hand see (laughs) yeah well those those executive clackers i yeah, I think they fit into just about any movie. If you put them start finish. I think if Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. Okay, finish started. That Go ahead. I think if it started with Dolph Lundgren's balls and ended with Dolph Lundgren's balls. Oh, okay. I thought we we're, were talking about a better movie. I, I thought we might be going into some uh, Gable balls situation, but that's okay. Good. One. No. Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> now we're talking. Circle back. Now we're talking. What? Talk about an intermission break. Huh? If every yeah, <laughs> if every movie started with the leading man's testicles and ended with the leading man's testicles, what would the worst movie be? Huh? Oh, Grumpy Old Men. Grumpy Old Men or Grumpier Old Men, the sequel. <laughs> um, I don't know if that counts. I counts. They're a little bit older. <laughs> they're, they're they're hanging a little lower. The lemon party is a little bit more sour. <laughs> uh, the the uh, oh the Jack Lemon party. Oh man. Oh, Bad News Bears would also be bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a double one for you, Lemon Party. Okay, well, so we didn't miss a whole lot on Punisher because we were zero focused, but we did get some uh, uh, listener questions. I, I feel I'm so stupid. I have in my notes viewer mail. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I've been saying that myself. I probably said it out loud and you wrote it down. They should be watching the movie, so they are viewers. I feel like we glossed over my great Jack Lemon Party joke. <laughs> Well, he came back to it instead of double. It's a quadruple. If you're talking testicles, famous no. nuts, famous nuts, and we're not talking mm-hmm. honey roasted. <laughs> Calm the balls. These were, uh, you know, they're, you know, these are these are more like the uh, the the southern favorite uh, 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 boiled peanuts. That's what we're kind of looking at here. Uh, the golden boys. 
Listener mail. Okay, so I had a question. It's similar to what we were talking about just there where it's good to have a dissenting opinion. Um, friend, uh, a friend of the show and possible future guest, uh, Jake, we were talking about the show. And we were talking about, um, you know, talking about a movie. And I was actually saying that it's much easier to make um, an episode on like the the worst movies so like punisher was uh, was so easy i effortless to talk about but then you know you, you talk about batman and that's a little bit harder to talk about because it's an actual it's 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 a very good movie sure. so at, at the same time you start just praising the movie the, the whole time there's not much to critique so it, it makes things more challenging you have to dig in a little bit harder as opposed to just looking at the surface level things so yeah jake had asked which what's better uh, a bad movie or a good movie to talk about and they're equal um but i would say that they are uh, more challenging but i think a good movie makes you makes you dig deep and that is that can sometimes be a very rewarding thing mm-hmm. real quick if you had to have like a testicle named blockbuster movie right you think like so far i'm thinking scrotal recall is at the top of my head but i if you guys have any this one's a bit of a stretch but eh balls off <laughs> I'm going to take his balls <laughs> off, off. I could eat a ball for hours. <laughs> Paul's balls, mall cop. Paul's b- balls, ball blart. Balls blart. Balls blart, mall cop. We found it. Paul. Yep, that was the one. Paul balls. Not Forget scrotal recall. Scrotal recall is pretty good. I mean, that's, that's like, see, yet again, here it is. It, it's easier to talk about balls mall than it is to talk about scrotal recall it's just proving the point that's just a good solid joke very good construction sounds like the thing conjures an image <laughs> of wrinkly sacks but then you got paul's balls malls and you're just thinking about two gigantic testicles riding a segway i mean what, <laughs> come on or one you never know what he's been through so all this to say mm-hmm. I, I think I, I don't know if i have a preference as far as good or bad movies uh but, but definitely bad movies can lend itself to. That I mean, it's the reason why the model for mystery science theater and riff tracks and all of the cinematic Titanic and these things work so well. Like every movie podcast, because these bad movies are easy to make fun of. Yeah, and if it's easy to make fun of, it's easy to make a joke about, and then it's easy to get you laughing about it. So yeah, I I I respect more highly somebody who can make me laugh at a good movie. I think it also depends on the tone you're looking for. If you're trying to make someone laugh, obviously it's easy to make fun of a bad movie. But if you're if you're trying to just give information about a film or to to wrap it all together with the comic or something, I think a good movie is easier in that situation. I, but if you're trying to make someone laugh, I think, it's got to be bad. I think back to the like a grade school zinger, mm-hmm. or like if you had. Mm-hmm. If you had, um, if you did something that you tried really hard at, but it didn't turn out the way you wanted it, and somebody criticizes you, and the only thing you can say back is like, "Whoa, you couldn't do it better." Uh, a lot of times, I, I try not to high horse these these movies that we consider bad because I'm so sure I couldn't do it better. Oh yeah, well that's and true. I like I like I think I mean maybe I have some ideas, but I, I'm sure they had a lot of ideas that they had to cut for money, time, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody gets to put their perfect vision on screen the way that they wanted to. Yeah. And that's why you have something like the Snyder Cut, because people want to believe that a movie that was widely regarded to be uh, not great 
is because, oh, because you didn't let the guy that we wanted to finish it finish it in, in as, as much of a spectacle as he could with as much money as he could have. Right. For me, what really interests me about a movie is I, I like to, you know, you know, just on the face of it, it's a good movie. Okay, that's that's great. That's that's entertaining. It's nice. Good story, good plot, things like that. But if it's bad, I don't mind that as much because what I'm really looking for are like, what are they doing? How did they make this? How did they come to these decisions? And are they passionate about it? Because that really differentiates a good bad movie from just like a a boring movie i it doesn't need to be great it does everything doesn't need to be cinema i love schlock i love pulp you know like writing and things like that right that's how i got into horror exactly yeah and i was just gonna say there's there's freedom in that b movie area where those are the movies that in my opinion are coming up with the most unique ideas because they can say well whatever i can do whatever i want because I don't have this big studio telling me what to do. Exactly. And uh, and if it's not going to be Citizen Kane, it needs to have a hook. Like, this is the movie where a kid hides in his mom's pregnant belly and slices his way out. Perfect, yeah. Like, that's, like, so absurd and disgusting to think about, but it happens in one of the movies we'll cover. And it's because they weren't tethered to the, to, like, an idea or trying to be the best movie ever they could come up with these absolutely grotesque and strange things that will make you say why i've seriously never seen that before yeah and that's just an idea that someone had and they just believed in that enough that it got put in a real actual movie and if you know what movie that is hit us up at nerdoplexy at gmail.com or at nerdoplexypod on twitter and let us know you'll win nothing uh but the adoration of some folks on the internet you win our respect. Well, let's not get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> possibly you can have our respect. adoration, but not our respect. There you go. There you go. That's a guarantee. <laughs> That's a nerdoplexy guarantee, damn it. We reserve that. I don't respect myself. I'm not going to start respecting people getting at me. Well, that being said, write us and uh, critique us as well, you know? All, all's fair. Let us know what we messed up. We'll read that stuff on the air. Absolutely. Unless you tell me not to, and then I won't. I'm, well, yeah, I mean, but don't like, don't be mean, guys. Don't, guys, don't be mean. We're doing our best. We're just we're just guys on the internet. We're a couple of nerds on the internet. Please give us money. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Speaking of money, why don't we go ahead and listen to our sponsors? Also, hey, if you guys are if you guys are like you got some money you need to dump offshore or whatever or, or onshore, if you want to give us money, you can go to anchor.fm. <laughs> yep. Backslash slash nerdoplexy. Yeah, and then you can just give us money. And if listen, it, here's the thing: if you sign up to give us five uh, uh, buckaroonies a month, um, I don't know, we'll, we'll do something. The first person who signs up to give us five dollars a month at Anchor FM slash nerdoplexy will do a bonus episode in your honor. Speaking of. We have another. We have one more uh, sponsored moment here before we move on to uh, the next movie we're going to talk about. We do. <laughs> we do have a sponsored ad mm. for. You know what? That's you just talking about how we have a sponsored ad makes me hungry for wings. Mm, yeah, you know, you get hungry. Podcasting will make you hungry. Where's that place at? Clar- Is it in Clarendon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're sponsoring. That's dope. No, no, they're not. <laughs> That's dope. They aren't. Get it. It's even dumber. Uh, I think 
that Stevie said he'd give us a dollar. One American dollar. <laughs> one, one USD. One, it, all it takes. So this is our very first sponsored ad. Now, I, I just would like to say that this sponsored ad is not coming from uh, uh, this uh, uh, business particularly. It is not per se, <laughs> not per se, but it, it by oh my god, don't go to the website, it's a potential security risk. <laughs> so just check them out on Facebook. This is sponsored ad by a um, a patron, let's say. Um, a, a patron of the restaurant ha- has uh, 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 commissioned this ad for the Monkey Bar in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm going to go ahead and read you a three-star review. Oh, please do. Uh, new owner, and it showed. It was our go-to for lunch on many occasions. Uh, we ordered almost the same things every time. Either a cheeseburger or a steak hoagie. Cheeseburger is still a good deal, but not as good as it was, according to my boyfriend who always orders that. And my steak hoagie was okay, but the amount of steak wasn't even enough to put around the whole sandwich. A lot of just veggie bites. Bar staff is bombing awesome, though. So, there you go. One dollar gets you a three-star review from Google. <laughs> a three-star review, read. <laughs> mm-hmm. a-, a, patron, a patron wrote in. That they want us to advertise. Apparently, the wings are very good. Um, if, if someone sends us another dollar, maybe we'll read another review, but we received Mm -hmm. $1 for this ad, but you know, go check it out. Look, the bar staff's very nice. You know, maybe they have outdoor seating. They have a beautiful looking patio and a giant statue of Captain Morgan. This looks like if you are in the Pleasant Hills area and you're looking to kick back with some wings and see a (laughs) This is way too long. Statue of Captain Morgan. We got just a place. It's the Monkey Bar. We gonna have to cut this shit down. Seven oh three Clarendon Boulevard, Pittsburgh, PA one five two three six. Give him a call. Make your reservation today. We got to get that down to thirty seconds. Yeah, I mean, tight. <laughs> Fuck no, oh, it's shit. all going in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a song. <laughs> We're gonna do a whole thing. Monkey Bar. They're under new management now. They're not as good. One American U.S. dollar. Oh, shit, I broke my rest. One U.S. dollar. That's what'll get you. All right, so we got some other non-advertised, well, non-promotional, well, it's promotional material, but no one paid us. We're doing this to our expense. This is the trailer for the next movie we'll be watching, The Return of the Swamp Thing. Big green guy is back. They call me Swamp Thing. You're a plant, aren't you? He's come back to settle a score. Find him and bring him in. He's got a grudge because they turned him to slug. I believe this is yours. What? The return of Swamp Thing.
The return of Swamp Thing. He's turning over a new leaf for love. They open the trailer with the kids. That's unbelievable. What a mistake. Yeah, that's not a great choice, I will say. They show all of the best parts, too. I think that's a real problem from, like, the, the late 80s and early 90s for trailers. Well, it's just, just kind of always. I mean, I think, yeah, every trailer, every if you, if it's over 10 seconds, if it's anything more than the teaser, it's giving up way too much. Oh, well, that's a great. They, they show the they show the, uh, the like the best explosion. They show uh, a couple of great mugs from uh, Louis there, and uh, I don't know this one. Uh, I'm horny I, sh- sheriff. I'm I'm excited to I'm excited to get back into it because uh, this this is an interesting watch. This one you can check out. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, I would absolutely uh, watch it there because they've got like a like a new HD remaster that actually it looks very nice. The movie itself does not look nice. the The actual footage will look pretty dope. <sighs> so yeah, it's Dick Durock, Heather Locklear, and Louis Jardin. So yeah, check that one out on uh, Amazon Prime for sure if you've got that, or hit up your local library. I'm sure they got an old copy kicking around. They'd be happy to just let you keep it. They would love to get rid of this fucking thing. So that's the cool. That's the cool thing we'll be watching next week. But while we got you here, let's talk about a, a cool thing of this week. <laughs> cool thing of the week. Radio DJ. This guy, I've got, I've got gun. I, I, I don't know why I was just picturing a, a, a cowboy shooting his, shooting his pistols in the air, pistolas. Okay, so, um, yeah. (laughs) You didn't like, you didn't like my intro. No. (laughs) Okay. Well. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, monsters balls. That's showbiz, baby. That was a good one, Sam. Well, well done. Oh. Money balls, money balls, super balls. It's super bad. It's also monkey balls. Monkey, monkey shines. <laughs> this week, our cool thing of the week is Invincible, the new show. Speaking, we're Amazon Prime. That we're getting free ads for them. They didn't even give us a fucking dollar. We're still talking about them. But this is a new show on Amazon Prime. It is an adaptation of Robert Kirkman's Invincible. This one. The there are forty five minute episodes, and currently there are three of them. Yeah, three of them out right now, and uh, they all have something after the credits. That's very important to know without giving anything away. I thought they dropped the fourth one two days ago, but by they the dropped them on Fridays. Out. So I. Oh, is there? Are, are they? Is there more? Are they just going to keep putting these babies out? I thought that was it. Yeah. I thought season one was three episodes. No. Oh shoot! That's great to know. And. Not to give any spoilers away, but stick on past the credits of the first episode. It, the tone of the first episode doesn't quite seem to fit uh, a gritty comic from Robert Kirkman, but please stick past the credits. Yeah, it, this on its face, if you've been seeing the ads and things like that, it just kind of looks like a run-of-the-mill kind of like superhero thing, but it is so much more than that. Um, have either... You guys have all read the the comic correct correct i read the first trade okay yeah this one also available on uh hoopla on so or your library app it's, this is a great uh, hoopla digital yeah if you haven't checked this one out absolutely do that but this series is quite a faithful adaptation the art 
um, it's astonishing. I, I feel how close they got to the original art. The voice acting is amazing. There uh, is a Steve UN, Sandra O, oh. J. Jenna Jameson, J.K. Simmons, aka J.K. Simmons. Yeah, Zazie. Oh, you mean Beats. the guy from uh, Whiplash? <laughs> uh, Walt Walton Goggins. We got Gillian Jacobs. Seth Rogen. Um, and then uh, look at this uh, superhero um, alum Zachary Quinto as robot ah. and uh, podcast alum. I guess I don't know no. Jason Manzukas. Nice. He does podcasts. Alex as an alum. Oh, Mark Mark Hamill's on this one too. There we go. And Clancy Brown, man. As of this release, there are there are five episodes out of Invincible. If you're at all apprehensive because it's Kirkman and you're thinking, well, Walking Dead kind of fizzled out. This comic has a beginning, a middle, and an end. So this show is going to be great the whole time. I like the Walking Dead comics. I thought they ended well. Yeah, I never got into those. The black and white yeah. kind of spoiled it for me, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Yeah, but I got to get some color on there. What about Sack to the Future? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that there's... I think that's something. Now, right? now, okay. Are you seeing Marty McFly's balls, or are you seeing the Doc's balls, hmm. or is it two? I I think you could argue for two leading men. It's got to be so Chris you Glover. get. It's got to be you Chris get Chris Glover. Wow, He's only Chris in the first Glover. one. Though. Yeah, yeah, true. Now that's enough ball talk. We've we've got it. We've got us, but that's coming out on its own thing. Um, you'll yeah. never. We're find back it. to back to talking about Invincible. Invincible. I mean, Invincible. Yes. Uh, Invincibles. So Kirkman comic good. I will say, um, not to not to spoil it. Show also good. It's good. Show's good. Show good. <laughs> this is what people want. This is why we're asking for money. We <laughs> show good. Show, show good, good is for guys. $1. Show the show is very good. It's a five dollar donation. This one this one's great. Uh the the plot I think is well, it's a great summation of the you know, the really important parts of, of this arc. I think it, it seems like there's gonna be uh eight episodes total. So five should be out now, but eight overall. Um but this covers a lot of ground and it does it rather well. The pacing never it, it, it keeps moving in a way that is compelling and the the way they've structured the episodes i think is also quite handily done i'll say without giving anything away my wife watched it and at the very end of episode one she was very surprised she had never read any of the comics she was very surprised i think it's worth checking out especially if you have never if you've never uh, read the comics and this is your first experience with this character i think the the show is a great place to start because there are events that happen kind of sped up or in different places where you would expect them, especially knowing knowing these these story arcs. I was even um, kind of taken aback when things happened, but it, it's also natural that I think it's a great introduction to this character as well. Good characterization through and through. Um, all of the characters seem um, like people that actually exist or you would want to know. Um, there's... Uh, the Grayson family, uh, Mark being the titular character, uh, Invincible, um, and then his dad, Omni Man. Spoilers, I guess. But that <laughs> well, happens. That's just his name. That just that's spoiler. just part of it. That just happens in the show, I guess. Um, and it's just kind of 
a world of superheroes. So like superheroes exist in this world and it's almost seems like kind of a almost blase thing. And it's kind of handled offhandedly in a way that's uh, pretty interesting. Um, reminiscent certainly of the boys, it feels like, but this is a much lighter version of that. Hey, hey, Amazon Prime. How about it? <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it's it's hard to not make that a comparison, but yes, this is we're we're doing pitches. How about you comp me a free ship? This I I'm I'm seeing one more person that we skipped over when we were looking at uh, the cast list, and I I feel as though I would be remiss if we did not bring him up, and it is the voice of the Mahler twins, Kevin Michael Richardson, who is a all star voice oh, actor. Yeah who is just prolific. I mean, my dude is in everything. He's Groot, Heimdall, and the Broker on the Guardians of the Galaxy show. Um, he's he's in just everything you can think of. As soon as you hear his voice, if you're kind of into uh, animation, it will just jump out at you and be like, oh, this is that guy. And I'm looking at his IMDb right now, and it is buck wild. Oh, yeah, yeah and you got Mahershala Ali. Did we mention Mahershala? Mm-hmm. We, we skipped over Mahershala. Yeah, yeah, he's and Titan. For, for some reason, for some reason that I cannot quite... It popped up on, like, the X-ray thing. But um, Jaiman Hansu, excuse me, mm. as the Martian man, and he literally just says, like, alien words. He goes, like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's it. They got him in for this. <laughs> they, get, they got him in. Well, this isn't Mahershala Ali's first uh, comic show. He was in Luke Cage. He plays... Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, this your, is a uh, this is a Buckwild. It's an all star cast, man. Yeah, John Hamm, Nicole Byer, um, Ezra Miller. <laughs> Speaking of comic movies, I guess, and in his role as frat bro douche, comma punk kid, Justin Roiland from fucking Rick and Morty. Whoa. Yep. Frat bro douche. Jaiman Hansu as Martian Emperor. Jonathan Groff as Rick. Come on, this is too much. This is absolutely too much. Okay, well, that is Invincible. You should absolutely uh, check it out. If you guys have any more Invincible uh, things to talk about, this great cast. It's a great show. I mean, it's 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 exciting. The action is good. It's paced really well. Um, not for kids, though. Not for kids. You probably though. already said this. Jeffrey Donovan, uh, Michael Weston yeah. from Burn Notice. Oh, I did we missed like that one, too. I missed that yeah, one. Yeah, that's head. how stacked this cast is. Yeah, every every person is someone you've absolutely heard of before. Ross Marquand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He, he was in Walking Dead. <laughs> well, that was our cool thing of the week. And you know what's even cooler? You for sticking around. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Hit us up at nerdoplexy at gmail.com with anything you want to tell us. You can also tweet at us at nerdoplexy pod dave where can they reach you yeah at like like reed said nerdoplexy pod on twitter but i'm also the face of dave if you're looking for some weird ass stuff <laughs> that sounds really kinky some weird ass stuff huh? <laughs> if you're looking for some weird stuff and you can reach me oh pgh underscore svh yeah, I'm at PGH underscore Reed. You can hit me there as well. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to check out Return of the Swamp Thing for next time. Uh, and until then, 
we'd like to leave you with this final thought to ponder. Frank Castle's favorite ice cream flavors are French Vanilla, Rocky Road, Chocolate, Peanut Butter, Cookie Dough. Scoop, Scoop this. Scoop this. Scoop this. Sam, you don't love this? I don't. I would. 